0: This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Beerman.
2: Welcome to the Best Hang Podcast
0: podcast i'm mike we got max and we got shane who is uh remote from the the sunshiny is that the sunshine state i don't know florida yeah is that yeah, that's the sunshine, sunshine state United right state, yeah yeah there you go the oranges uh you have spent the weekend hanging out at disneyland or disney world i, I never disney know the distinction world. Yeah, disney, disney world
1: lands in california and mm. now you're just
0: hanging out airbnb styles partying with your fam is that what's going on
1: i guess yeah as much as you can party with uh two children under five but yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> You know, you know. What I think of when I think of uh, Disney World, Disneyland. Which is it again? Uh,
1: it's Disney World. Same, same thing. What do you think of? It?
2: I read um, a bit of Bob Iger's book. Who's the guy uh, who runs Disney? You know that guy? Oh, he's uh, a guy. He's a guy and it opens the book opens with like the worst day of his career because they were like opening like Disneyland, China or something. And then he, when he was like at the grand opening, he got word that an alligator ate a kid at the Florida location. Whoa. Um, and so I did not put myself in the shoes of any other parent, you know, who'd be like the grief of, you know, losing a child in an alligator attack. I put my shoes myself in the shoes of Bob Iger. Being like, if I was in charge of the situation, what would I do? So my question is, do you think you guys could handle the role of CEO of Disney? <laughs> no,
1: it's it's so much pressure. And there, there is, every two years, there's a, a gator eats a two-year-old. <laughs> so have, like, Did one, you give Benny they any they strict rules? Hotels. In 2018, there was a famous uh, gator attack. A kid was uh, building a sandcastle on the beach and it snuck up and snatched him. And the dad tried to beat the hell out of the gator, but these no guys eh? tough. Nano moves like these special death rolls.
2: Why do they even let them in there?
1: Like, is the like why would they? Yeah, the gators. Like, <laughs> why were they, they even? Eating, a little- why do raccoons ruin your garbage at night? They, and then no. they have these little hands, and they know how to get under the lid, even when you get it on there. Good. You can't stop animals.
2: But you think it's such a manicured place, right? Like every part of Disney World is like they spend millions, billions of dollars making it perfect. Get the gators out! Like why? Why you're why? Where you're walking around in fear right now, right? This is not a stress free vacation. This is a very stressful vacation. Vacation.
1: Alex has a huge fear of gators, so we are always on gator watch. And apparently, it's very rare for a gator to uh, attack, but still, when it Shit. does, it makes the news, which creates the fear cycle and. Mm-hmm. It's it's scary.
2: Yeah. I mean, the chances are, are, if anything happening, are very, very small. It's like the same thing with like subway attacks in Toronto. Everyone's afraid to take the TTC because a couple of heinous things happened. But the chances are you'll be fine, right? So, it's, it's, you know, you just have to be very, very unlucky for Hippo something bad. Hippo attacks to are
1: actually more common. Really? Yeah. In Florida? I think just in general. Hippos. But they, they get a lot of good press because in cartoons, hippos are always kind of
2: funny. Mm. <laughs> 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 they get a lot of good press. Whatever it Whoever's their PR guy doing a hell of a job. Um, so yeah, any highlights from the trip so far? Have you, uh, I don't know, swung with any couples or anything like that? Is there anything interesting? <laughs> is
0: that what happens? In these <laughs> That's Disney what trips? happens in Florida. Right? <laughs> did he- I like that. He asked if you had done any swinging with other couples. Nice. Uh, I I. <laughs> yeah but you're, you're here there for like another five days i uh, i like that max's whole experience with this disney sort of arrangement is one he has no empathy for people who have lost a child he just thinks about the ceo and what he would do to manage the situation and then two that somehow parents go to disney to swing uh, which i like it's it's just like as if it's some sort of singles cruise or something i like it
1: i don't know gotta keep fresh. about disney but it's been nonstop because we did the rivoli show oh. and uh 11 what was that that was a wednesday night right mike
0: yeah yeah wednesday it was a wednesday it was a wednesday we were both flying out the next we're gonna talk about that we are gonna talk about that we do
1: so much then i i get home to the hotel i got a hotel in toronto and then i slept for an hour and a half wake (laughs) up go to the airport for 3 30 a.m land in disney go to the Mm -hmm. hotel and then boom i'm on all these Disney events, these like special meals I go to where I'm meeting or the kids, I guess are meeting all the characters. And because this is an influencer trip or content creator trip, but it's a lot. It's very, uh, if you have children, it's very rewarding to see everything through their eyes, but on the parents, it's, you know, you lose weight. Like I probably lost at least five pounds on this trip, but it's, I feel like a Kardashian (laughs) here and like totally imposter syndrome because At Disney, they have the most amazing fireworks show every day at nine. And it's, Mm. you got to get there early to get a good spot. But here, since we're with Disney uh, for this content creation thing, they booked off like a huge area. Mm. Like there's me and uh, six other influencers, but we got there first and they just, it's roped off and they let us in and we could play like a, have a game of football or something with the amount of (laughs) space they gave us. And people are just looking at us like, who are these people? And everyone's trying to figure out <laughs> if we're famous or not. And it's very embarrassing.
2: <laughs> and what do you say when they say, "Who and are I'm you?" Laid
1: down on the grass and like tried to fall asleep, but that's a kind of a weird, eccentric move too. You know, like <laughs> if I close my eyes, I can't see me, and I'm so tired, and I don't care. And then the kids are playing, but yeah, it's it's been a red carpet, nonstop experience.
0: I'm fascinated, you know, cause like, obviously like you're there and the, the stuff looks wonderful that you guys are posting on this film. It looks like an awesome trip for the fam, but the, your experience is so elite that it doesn't feel true to what like a regular family might experience.
1: Everything we've done with the exception of maybe uh, having the roped off fireworks area. If you're very A type, you can plan this and look, uh, you know, there's a, a meal you can have with all the princesses in the castle. You just might need to book it months in advance.
0: Would it be weird if just you booked a meal with all the princesses?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not even that weird. There's so many grown men doing it. It's nothing weird here. There's like biker dudes just in groups. And they're like, oh, our biker gang's going to Disney. And they all have embroidered vests and stuff. It's really strange out here, but everyone (laughs) is obsessed with Disney. I would say there's no like casual disney people unless they're with children if you're an Mm. adult and you're here you're obsessed with disney and uh it's very interesting experience
0: i was just going to ask you know what you're describing this phenomenon of like adult disney fans people who obviously love the brand love the movies and all that but they they're not there with children necessarily do you two i'll start with you max
2: have a favorite disney cartoon oh i couldn't even tell you one i guess i see mickey mouse behind you what are the other <laughs> ones? Give me some other ones. I'm, yeah,
1: Mickey, I don't know how kids know who Mickey is, because he's hardly in any of the films these days, but kids love Mickey. I love Aladdin, because that genie is uh, fun. It's a good one. Give me Ru- some other ones. Ru- Lion King. Lion
2: King is a classic. I like Lion King. That's a cool one. Cinderella, like Snow like White. John- oh, Cinderella, so, yeah, whatever. these are the beast. Mickey's Space at- Jam. I don't I don't
0: think that's Disney.
2: No. Could be. Um, I'd have to look What it up. about finding Nemo?
1: Binding memes. yeah, Pixar
2: was purchased by Disney's. Oh, big see, big Bob Iger move. See, I mm. respect that. That was a cool see, move. Yeah, get, see Bob Iger doing business. Very cool. Yep. <laughs> That's the thing I care about. Making good <laughs> Do purchases. Do you remember that acquisition? That. that was really awesome. That's my favorite part about <laughs> <of> Disney.
0: <laughs> I like also for Max, Bob Iger's legacy is covering up <laughs> the death of a child at the hands or the mouth of, a, of an alligator and then purchasing
2: Pixar. Yeah, yeah it's true. Cover up, and, did he? He didn't deny. No, it. no, no, no. He he handled it with grace managed, and care, and it. Kind, kindness. He called the family directly. Said he's going to do whatever he, it takes to make them. I'm feel going. Better to, or I'm something. going to get vengeance for your child by murdering <laughs> Matt Calgary. I'm going
1: to kill him but with I'll my bare hands. <laughs> Sending them like a picture of it stuffed <laughs> and mounted <laughs> <laughs> or something would be
2: awesome. <laughs> oh my no, god! No, my favorite Disney character is uh, when they acquired ESPN. You know that was a big one. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. ABC because they own ABC. Yeah, that was an interesting. Murder
0: well so it's a good time though you're having fun is this the airbnb you're at now with the the, the mickey posters
1: uh, i don't know how to describe this place but it's pretty insane it it reminds me if you know those you know those big ancaster homes
2: yeah yeah Yeah. it's a very hamilton (laughs) reference totally
1: so i'm at like a place it's like an ancaster mcmansion Eight, another ancaster mcmansion (laughs) there's like like arcade Pool. It's kind of like an indoor pool too. It's like got a hot tub. Each room is themed. There's a big f- wow. bath.
2: Do you have to share with the other influencers is all to yourself?
1: No, now I'm just with my uh, in-laws.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Is there a, a hoop there? Have you gotten any shots up?
1: There's not. <laughs> I haven't gotten shots up because there's no hoop. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's, Yeah, pool table. I've been playing video games. I've been playing the Simpsons arcade game a lot.
2: That's, oh, that's cool. Uh,
1: but yeah, the influencer part is, is now done because that was just like uh-huh. a four-day thing. But uh, yeah, it was funny. All the dads on the influencer trip were exactly like me. They're just like tattooed shy dudes with these kind of like you know attractive wives and it was <laughs> it was funny because it was like none of us were good at small talk or anything like that so <laughs> <laughs> yeah because <laughs> we um, all extrovert wives who were like hey, here's my day and you know like talking like that but we weren't <laughs> like that
0: so you didn't bond with like any of the other dads
1: i tried oh one of the guys was uh he was in Ill scarlet oh, oh really
2: tony would know them which one
1: uh, he's the drummer.
2: His name is Suave. Oh, Suave. Suave,
1: yeah. yeah. Suave, yeah. He kind of reminds he's down
2: me of the ambulance. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was
1: the person I bonded with the most, uh, but oh, we I'll bonded have to tell- hardly at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
2: have to tell, I'll tell uh, Anthony. I'll pass that along. That's um, hilarious. The, uh, well, speaking of social battery, I don't know how you do this because I went to the, to the Rivoli show and I was so tired and I didn't want to talk to anybody. And I left immediately because you didn't hey, say a
1: damn word to us no yeah. i left as soon as you
2: guys were finished but i wanted to say it was an amazing night and we should talk about it right now because um if i'm being totally honest with you two i had some questions and some concerns going into the night i didn't quite understand how it was all going to go because all i knew about the performance i tried my best to stay out of it uh, was that mike called me like weeks before and just kind of told me the whole script over the phone <laughs> and and it was and the whole time I was like okay yeah i, I can see maybe that working uh, okay yeah and then he's like and then we're going to get to this part and because you guys were referencing all the sketches in the show Wait,
0: uh, mike why would you do that <laughs> no 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 i didn't tell him the uh, the script like that this was super super early on like our very first version where we had max actually in the show so this was sort of the conversation to gauge his uh, do a temp check to see if max we brought I was going to be involved and we, in some way and then we Max pitched him,
1: out. and then yeah Max, and so i think I, because
0: the pitch was so bad i was like i can't be involved in this it's gonna tank it's gonna <laughs> s- <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't even written yet it was it was so early it was like in the early embryonic stages of sort of like the conceit of the bit because sort of like the way that we did it is we sort of we wanted to come out as if we were going to do a traditional sketch show but then the way we did it is that the sketches sort of popped up organically yeah. mm-hmm. or it was kind of like we were like head faking people mm-hmm. and then sort of You know, like as if we were going to do a sketch and then we wouldn't do a sketch. But then before you knew it, you were in a sketch that we were doing. So we were trying to sort of like it was layers upon layers and we had plants and all this stuff. And in that really early sort of version where we thought Max might be involved, uh, he we had him on stage with us and Shane and I were pitching Max sketches and he didn't get them was the sort of bit. Mm. But it was barely developed yet. We hadn't written it, but it was just sort of
2: loosely Shane what we had discussed how max could be involved yeah and anyway it all sounded yeah. bad to me and i was just like yeah. i'm too busy for this i can't do it so anyway i hadn't really checked it since that phone call i was like you know what i'm staying out of this i'm sure they'll figure it out but i don't know who knows and so i was you know i wasn't nervous but i was wondering how it was gonna go because i have faith in you two but just the original conversation i was like this makes no sense to me this isn't funny but as I watched and the room agreed, you fucking killed it. I, it was, it was the highlight of the night. I, you know, I'd say maybe, maybe the most exciting act of the entire night. I know I'm a bit biased. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's not
1: pretend that you didn't leave after our act and did not stick <laughs> up. With
2: Bruce well, of the two I saw, you were my favorite. Um, <laughs> and it was so funny. And I was saying to Mike, it was such a good example. I think this is true of a lot of things, especially in the arts or any idea, period. There's some ideas that you can just say to somebody, and people go, Oh, I totally see it, I totally get it done. But there's a lot of ideas that you're like, you just have to show people. Like it's it's not enough to be like, hey, so this painting is gonna have pinks and greens, and it's gonna be awesome and electric, and there's gonna be a palm tree or whatever. You can't just say that. Like you actually have to show them what it looks like. And and for the in some comedy, you can just like talk through an idea and go, oh, okay, that's funny. I can imagine it. But the way you guys executed. Uh, your sketches, especially with all of the extra multimedia that was involved and the subtle little like off uh, offhand lines that you guys threw in made it really edgy, super prepared, super fucking funny. Uh, the layers to it were amazing because you know it opens with just two of you and then you bring Jillian on. Then you bring Bella on. It was just so, so impressive. So round of applause. Uh, I left feeling very, very proud of both of you guys. You guys did an amazing job. But anyway, that's my review. Uh, tell us what it was like uh, you're preparing for it and and getting ready to go on stage.
1: Yeah. Our, I think our first rehearsal when we went through it is when I had like that Max Kerman kind of like lack of confidence in, in the show. Mm. (laughs) Remember anything. It felt like it was so (laughs) random and arbitrary. And I was extremely nervous after our very first run through, especially Mark Myers was watching us who directed the series. And, I just had zero confidence, but then we did it the second time and it went okay. And then the third and fourth and fifth time. And each time there was more and more uh, confidence injected into it. And then we recorded the rehearsal. And then I listened to that rehearsal over and over again. So much that by the time it was showtime, I had zero nerves about it. Like I wasn't, this was Mm. the least nervous I've ever been doing anything.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool spot to be in when you're like, I got this.
1: I also could feel I was getting kind of sick. Mm. It was just like, that was my focus. I was like, oh
2: shit, I'm going to be sick this entire
1: Disney trip. And that (laughs) distraction was a helpful distraction. So I I didn't have to think about walking on the stage and screwing it up. And you kind of don't even care at that point.
0: Yeah. I think like, yeah, for me, I, I felt good once we, all of us were like off book. Once all of us were like off the script, like the four of us and all, all four of us could tell you the sketch, each other's lines, the whole 20 minutes. It was like a 20 minute set front to back. Like meaning I knew all of Shane's lines. I knew all of Jill's lines. I knew all the Bell's. They mm-hmm. all knew all of mine. Once you get to that point, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? As like a live, whatever performance collective, then you're just like, even if we screw up, we know where we got to go next so well mm. that we can probably make an off the cuff line or we could joke yeah. around. And at that point I was like, just like, well, like, are the bits going to work? Like, meaning just, yeah. like, are they funny? And it's like, I have faith in that it's funny because it was making me laugh when we rehearsed. And it's like, I know that we're locked in. I don't know. if felt well, funny.
1: Um, when we got there on the day, they said we could come in from five till six and do a dress rehearsal before the show, which was uh, at eight. But we didn't know Bruce McCullough was going to be there. And uh. Bruce knew nothing about what we were going to do. So Bruce just is sitting at the back with his arms <laughs> kind of crossed, watching us do this crazy show and obviously like he's just he's hes doing other things but he's not really paying attention he's not laughing he's not giving us anything <laughs> and it felt like how they say SNL auditions how Lord Michaels will not laugh or give you anything it felt Did exactly say- like that and I, I do think that might have spooked bella a little bit
0: <laughs> well it's because like we're on the stage and so you can kind of see him in the back by the soundboard, and we're running the rehearsal and you're on certain lines you can't help but take a peek at a comedy legend mm-hmm. sitting in the room who's you know working on this show with us so it's like there's a bunch of lines where i just i want to see what bruce's reaction is but i think maybe intentionally he 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 stays looking at his phone because he knows that we as like performers or people that we, want, we probably want his to know what he's thinking or reacting like. But yeah, nothing, no reaction. At all. Shane has a line uh, in, in in our bit where he's like, I swear on Bruce McCullough's fucking life that we wouldn't use a plant, whatever. And then he's, isn't that right, sir? To someone in the crowd and the crowd goes, you the man, Shane. It's the joke. It killed in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but when Shane said that line, I was like, is Bruce going to laugh at that moment or whatever? And I don't know if you took a peek, but I took a peek. And uh, he just he barely even looked up. Did, did he talk to you after the show? Oh, he was amazing. I, I ended up doing Jagger bombs with Bella and Bruce after the show, even though I had to get on a plane at like <laughs> nine in the morning or whatever the next day. Oh, so what did he say? What was his feedback? Best comedy troupe since us? He was... <laughs> he was incredibly gracious and awesome and nice. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and recount the nice yeah. things he said, but it was really cool. Read the like, email. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He, uh, no, he was amazing. And then this wasn't a testament to like, I think Bella's like ability and like a, ability to sort of like bond with people, but like just somehow they were going to do a Jager bomb together. And then I got sort of brought into it which I was very happy to but I'm like only Bella could manage to get Bruce to do a Jager bomb after this show so it was really uh it was really cool and he was really nice uh did you chat with him because Shane you and I didn't even really talk because you were like I know you had like a a 4am flight or something so both of us knew we were leaving we were leaving for Boston you were leaving for Florida and um we maybe got to just like other than when we first walked off stage like we all four of us gave each other high fives and stuff Mm -hmm. uh and then you and I kind of like I think we had like a hug at one point and it was just like Love doing, you know, it's like, I'm glad we were up there together. And we did like a text, maybe the, the neck that night later, but we didn't really get to talk. Who did you, like, did you get stopped? There were, there were so many pod listeners, by the way, that came out to the show. I Shouts. want to thank them. They mm-hmm. were so kind and gracious. And,
1: you know, you're talking before media came out to support us. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Shout out to them I was sitting next to them. They were yeah. laughing. A lot of love, a mm-hmm. lot of love in the room. So it was really nice. And, and it went, yeah, it went, it went really well, but, um, I didn't get to speak to you much. Shane, who did you get stopped a lot? Did you talk with Bruce?
1: Yeah, I got stopped a lot. Uh, people people seem to like the show. I talked to Bruce a little bit, but I was with Alex and she's more outgoing. So she was really talking to him. And Bruce was saying, like, oh, I'm really bald, he said to her. And so she like <laughs> yanked on his head to see his hair to see if it was real. And <laughs> I mean, <that's> like that.
2: <laughs> Does it make you guys want to do uh, theater more or like live comedy more? Because sometimes, like, you guys are talking about this thing that I really revere and love, which is just like, like the hard work like in a group setting and you're all kind of like working together working through working through and then sort of like the jubilation of like doing something together and finishing like it's it's a pretty cool feeling that you you kind of only get in theater it feels like you yeah. know, like live it's kind of amazing like sometimes when i hear this or like i'm like i kind of want to do a play or something it Just is like fun. The, the teamwork is so fun too
1: like stand up is so hard and i would be so nervous to do stand up comedy but mm-hmm. if you're doing a live show with people you trust that you know even if you screw up they're going to like help you out and save yeah. you uh, it's, it's you like the team the sports to ship correctly it's pretty easy i find real life is much harder than being <laughs> on stage. Like being social for me is way harder than being confident and like being a character on stage. Yeah. It's so I like it. Like, you know, I, I wish I could do my whole life on stage.
0: Yeah. And well, it's also like, and we we kind of have 20 minutes now. So if like sketchfest comes up or anything, we want to go out and promote the show. It's like we kind of have a 20 minutes that might translate well. But I think, you know, to your point, Max, uh what you were saying about that group work and then the payoff, that kind of stuff, like when it goes well. And after it was done and we talked a lot about like, we're like, Hey, like there's a chance we could bomb. Like we could fucking suck. Like mm-hmm. who knows? Like kids in the hall fans are older. Maybe they're like a little hipper or jaded. I don't know. Like I'm one of them, but it's like, are they going to like our particular brand of whatever we're up there doing? And so you have a bit of that. You're like, Hey, I could suck. it could bomb. We could screw it, whatever. But then once you do it and it went the way that it went, honestly like that first like five minutes when you come mm-hmm. off stage and you look at the other it's people crazy. and you're like, you're in the back. It's the, it's the, it's the greatest high mm-hmm. I've experienced other than watching my kids be born. And I've been high a lot, but it's like uh it's like, it's the best <laughs> feeling that you can have because it, I don't know. Like, it's like, you can't, you can't really, um, I don't know. So much stuff has to come together for something like that to work. And especially for us that we don't do live performance. Like I'm sure there's, there might be some sketch performers listening to this or stand ups that are like, yeah, I do it all the time. You know what I mean? And I'm sure if we did this three times a week, maybe you lose a bit of that. But in the way that we did it for it to succeed and to sort of, I think, show off the best elements of the sketch show and how amazing Shane and Jillian and Bella like work together in those pieces I, it just felt like, uh, it, it was, yeah, it was like, yeah, that feeling, like you said, you get off stage and you just you want to run through a fucking wall.
2: Yeah, I feel like, um, and you guys are like professional, you guys are professionals in entertainment and you guys are like professional comedy writers and you've directed stuff. So you guys have more like professional experience. But sometimes I think about like depressed adults that I know that like don't have a ton of hobbies or aren't like don't spend time with other people. I'm sometimes I think like, Just join an amateur theater group. Like, just do anything creative in a group setting, and like, and you don't have to be athletic. You don't even have to be like a great actor or anything. Just like, just be a part of a group that has like a six week goal to do something together, and it gives you literally something to do. And then at the end of it, you pull it off, and you've grown so much as a unit. I think it's like one of like the healthiest things that anybody can do, and especially people that are maybe depressed or a little lonely or don't have a huge group of friends. It's like, just like join a amateur theater group or something, just do anything creative in a group. And it, it's usually like worth your time.
1: I wonder if anyone takes that advice and then they totally fuck up their one line and it just, (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have listened to Max. Uh,
0: So one last thing sort of before we move on is, uh, you know, the idea of faith in comedy and, and trusting the people who are pitching you stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you now feel like I have faith that if I got on stage with Mike and Shane, they wouldn't have let me look bad. Or are are you like, I can't even handle the anxiety of having to do all the rehearsals and working it no, through. The reason
2: why I couldn't do it is just, I was too busy with, with other shit. It was just that I was sort of just joking and more, but it was also a good reminder to me that it's like, some things just need to be seen. And obviously I trust you guys you guys aren't you guys have a very good feel for what's funny you guys have done live performances before like obviously it was gonna get there but it was just like a f- and also Mike you're really good at explaining things and getting to like the heart of what's important or what's funny like in any story but mm-hmm. this particular thing I was like oh this is so weird this is like one of the only times I didn't quite get it but of course <laughs> like if I'd actually had time to to to, to participate it would have got there and it would have been great but I think even yeah. if I
0: explained it well you know, Again, you're a busy man, and you got to, like, be there for these rehearsals and all that mm. stuff. Oh, that shit.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
0: But anyway, what else anyway. is going
2: on? We, well, Max, we got on a plane the next day, too. We did. We, I think that's why I wanted to go to bed. I was like, man, I got like four days of heavy drinking ahead of me. I got to get a good night. <laughs> <rest>. <laughs> so, yeah, we went to uh, went to Boston. for uh, Whose bachelor party was it again? I can't even keep track
0: anymore. I like that there's so many guys you don't even know. It is a hot sauce empire <laughs> maven, Brody, Dawson. Dawson's mm-hmm. hot sauce. Shout out. They're on that show Hot Ones. But Literally true, right, I true, I knew true. it was Brody's.
2: I knew it was Brody's. I, mean, I like saying that. Hot. Yeah. I, that because there's funny, so man. many. That's yeah. funny. <laughs>
0: uh but yeah, yeah just uh, we were all went out to uh to Boston Beantown because our friend Brody Dawson is getting married. Brody is a uh, dear dear friend. He was in I was in a band in the past. I have talked about it on this podcast before, but uh Brody was the guitar player in that band along with his brother Sean, Brody Dawson. Sean Dawson. So, I've literally like I've been around the world with Brody like we we went to Africa together. as one of these initiatives that we did in the band like Amsterdam, all across Canada back and forth a couple times like love Brody to death but what's so remarkable about Brody is um so the band breaks up everyone starts doing their own thing and Brody even in the band was just very entrepreneurial and he decided to get into hot sauce and I was like oh that's that's interesting cool uh but not only just get into it but it's like it's honestly a true Hamilton's success story you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's like it's all it's in all the Jackasters now it's in like he's made all these relationships they got this great shop down on Barton like it's really it like cool, Loblaws
2: which is- I think like one of the things when you're a food entrepreneur it's like you hope you get picked up by one of the big dogs because then your shipment orders go from like every little mom and pop store that you're friends with to like okay Loblaws needs you know 25 cases for across the country you know and that's where the money is that's amazing totally
0: and it's, and yeah, it's just a really, it's a really cool thing and really awesome to see Brody, who was also the youngest guy in the band. So he's kind of like the baby of the band and he's just really done this sort of
2: awesome thing. So we all went down uh, to celebrate and, and by a- the way, amazing hot sauce. I should say, it's like, I'm a hot sauce connoisseur. And if someone would be like, what is your favorite hot sauce? I, like, I'm not just saying this cause he's my friend. I think it would be Dawson's original. It's amazing. It's like so, so, so good. good. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Well, they, it's have
1: amazing. A, they have a really good shawarma sauce too. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess if we're starting off, maybe just play it safe and go with the original, right? Yeah, it's your introductory Dawson sauce.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. we got this uh, this big trip, which Shane was originally on, and then the Disney thing came up, obviously, which and it happened to be the same weekend. So
1: everybody else still
0: went. You know, we've talked about these trips before. Shane wasn't there, but uh, we got the gang, and we all got into town. Literally, got off a plane at like whatever one thirty in the afternoon, and we were at Fenway by what? like 2.30, like two two 2.45, yeah. something like that. Like that, we basically, yeah. yeah, we like got to the hotel, dropped our shit, and then went to Fenway, which I'd never been to. And it was just like, and then we were off. It's like, oh yeah, this is what we do. It's
2: like, we've got like 22 guys and we're going to take over a city. Yeah, it was fun. You know, I like Boston a lot and we've been there on tour. And I've been to Fenway before, but, uh, you know, Boston, great sports town, also has been like immortalized in a lot of movies. And it's kind of fun to do the Boston accent. Like, I think, I think the Boston accent is actually... Slightly easier to do than the New York accent, would you say? Like, yeah, well, what, the, what did you, everyone you, just
0: keeps saying all weekend?
2: What, you think you're better than me? You is think it better could, than me? <laughs> yeah, wicked smart You just kind of say that. Yeah, R is the easiest yeah. thing to say. Yeah, so we got so one of my favorite activities in a foreign city like Boston is just to talk to the Uber drivers. So, I'm, the, the guy who drove us from the airport. This guy named John, like, fuck, what was his last name? It was something like John O'Hara or something. John and, Murphy? Yeah, John Murphy. Let's call him John Murphy. Um, and he was sort of like a buttoned up more like, uh, he used to work in tech and he's wearing like a Patagonia jacket. And But he was from Southie. And Southie's the area of Boston that's famous for ha- like, you know, talking about wicked smart and you think about it better than me. And so he's giving this whole like tour of Boston and telling us about like the different neighborhoods and the history of the city and, you know, the different sort of ethnic groups that were there. He's like very smart. And I was like, this is amazing. I kind of cut him off eventually, but I was like, where, like, I'm loving this, but like, where's your Boston accent? You grew up in Southie (laughs) and you clearly know about this place. He goes, Oh, my mother-in-law beat the beat it out of me. She said, if you're going to marry my daughter, you can't speak like that anymore. And then I was like, okay, cool. He's like, but my, my siblings, it's like, my brother's a union worker. My sister's like a cokehead with three kids, and they just sit there smoking. They go, "You think you're better than me? You think you're better than me?" And I, you know, I say to them, "I say, you know what? I am fucking better than you. I fucking went to university. I am fucking better than you." While well, they fucking drink their schlitz, and then he starts getting into. It. He's like, "You know that they bring back schlitz and make it into a craft beer? This is the swill that we were drinking back in the nineteen eighties. It tastes like piss." And so basically, me goading him into talking like a Boston person got him talking. Like like a Boston person. And then he said something really racist about another driver that cut him off. I was like, all right, now we're in the Boston experience. (laughs) You know, I got to say... Hey, if we ever do another live show, I think we found a character
0: that you could do, Max. You're doing some pretty <laughs> strong character work right now.
1: <laughs> You're a good actor, I find. When you get into character and imitate people, you always do a really good job. Yeah, uh,
2: thank you. Yeah, so, so it was good. And then I was like, what's your name? He's like, John Murphy. I was like, can I call you Jack? Does anybody call you Jack? Because, you know, in Boston, like John F. Kennedy, but everyone called him Jack. He's yeah. like, yeah, you can call me Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah John <laughs> is Jack. Um, so that was fun. And then, like, it was fun going out because... Again, there's a lot of universities in Boston and so it's a very international city in that respect or like a a national city in that like people from all of the country are going to Harvard, MIT, Northeastern, Boston College, Boston University. There's 25 universities within like 30 square kilometers or something and boston geographically isn't a very big place but there's lots of just locals there so when we were at the bar i don't know if mike if you noticed like in the bathroom with like the bros talking to each other it was so boston they were just did you notice that mike they're like just picking up on their accents just like oh, yeah. just bros just being yes. so fucking boston about everything yes and um, it was it was exciting because then Julian would start to do his routine at the bar where he'd be like dancing around, jumping on guys' shoulders, like Boston guys'
1: shoulders.
2: Boston guys' shoulders. It's it honestly. Julian is. We're gonna post it. We got to post it on the on the Instagram. I was account. wondering.
0: There's like we have. So that last night where we were at Half oh, the Moon, Julian was, so was in like. It was, he was like amazing. he He knew it was the last night so he's up on the stage, he's fake smoking, he's like conducting a, a, an imaginary orchestra and we we're all getting video and I was like oh I'm like this is so funny I do want to post this We're going to like I it. don't
2: know I was like I don't know if we're going to post it you know and but then, the, the reaction was always the same though at first the guys cuz he's kind of jumpy on guys and getting right in their face as he's singing, like Fallout Boy, or whatever. And they want to kill him at first. Cause, like, is this guy gonna fight? Because they're Boston guys. They want to throw down immediately. But then they realize that he's sort of smiling and he has his arm around him in like a fet an affectionate way. And then they loosen up and then they start singing along with them. And then they start dancing together. And then one guy ended up pretending to fake smoke with Julian. <laughs> Julian lit a fake cigarette the guy started to smoke with them. And then I'm just like, honestly it never gets old to me and I'm just like sort of in awe and I'm filming and I'm like never been happier. And then he'll always just comes up to me. He's like, you can't do this. You think you're a fucking lead singer? You're not a fucking (laughs) lead singer. You can't do what I can fucking do. And that makes me happy. Um, But yeah, it was, uh, it was a great trip. I had my favorite part probably though. I probably had like 15 different, like one-on-ones with friends a lot of dads who haven't seen in a while um just catching up you know like you know when you get into those like life chats that go for like 45 minutes and you're just like at a bar and you just sort of pair off with somebody i did that with a lot of guys and that was very satisfying to me who was the best
1: life chat with
2: Ooh, I had a great one with Peak on the Plane. I had a great one with Sean Dawson. Shouts to Sean, by the way. He did an amazing job organizing it. Yes. I talked to Al, Paul, Jay, you know, Mike D, your brother. I, I, I talked to Greg a bunch. Obviously, I talked to Mike Vierman a lot. Mark Myers. Just like everybody. It was fucking so much fun to, 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 ch- to chat and catch up. But uh, I was wickedly hungover one of the days. I where- honestly... Cannot believe you still rallied for the last night for, considering oh. how bad how down bad you were that during it the day that day. Devastating. Honestly, it was like almost it was almost as bad as Memphis. Do you remember the Memphis? And Detroit on my, my birthday. It, you, yeah. you know what it is? Oh Detroit. The, we had to leave you in the States. Yeah, you left me in the States. Well we got us across the border <laughs> and then you just left me on the lawn oh, that of Little it. Caesars Casino. Yeah. <laughs> because you asked for a vodka soda there, and it's three. You, it's every single time these American free pours. That's the name of this episode. episode American free American- pour. <laughs> I think and- I also know where you went wrong that day, too, because- And maybe you didn't stick with it because like we,
0: we went to that beer garden during the day and Uh we started with those sharky beers, like light Uh lager. So you're doing beer and then you wanted Uh a margarita. So then we Uh got margaritas, which was funny. This was a classic thing where Max is like, I'll get the first round. So he buys these sharky beers (laughs) that are like $5.99 a beer. And then he's like, on the next one, let's get some margaritas. I'm like, I'm not really a margarita guy, but I'll, I'll roll with you. Let's do this. So it's my round. (laughs) They're, like, They're $16, $16 fucking <laughs> margaritas.
2: <laughs> I didn't make you pay for it there, right? You didn't. You did okay, But I thought okay, it was okay. like, okay. I said,
0: I was I'm like, I'll still do it. Yeah, I'll still do it. And then you refused. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me pay for the one or whatever. But it was very funny. So we drank these $16 margaritas. That's one thing. And then and then we ended up going to Biddy's. There's a group of us like Unzi and DZ and Bitty's all these is the guys. of a
2: bar around the corner. Yeah, oh, Biddy's house,
0: different. No, no, it's like Biddy's the bar, and uh, and then you were doing. They were giving you those large, like triple pour, like vodka sodas in a tall yeah. glass. Either way, when you were messaging the group the next day, and you're like, I can't move. I'm in. Brutal, I was like, I think he mixed the match too
2: much random shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah Is that. I, mean, I tried to stay up late because Mike, uh, sorry, Jay, Paul, and I. Probably stay up to like three or four in the morning, eating pizza, catching up. Like I tried to do the thing where I sobered up, but it did not help. I was so just dis- so disappointed in myself. But uh, yeah, any other funny stories from the thing? It was it was pretty like it wasn't quite as wild as pr- previous bachelor parties because I think like everyone's just a little bit older, a little bit more chill. Um, but there is also for sure an energy of every dad going like, give me cigarettes, give me beer. I'll be drunk all day. <laughs> where's the, like, <laughs> it's just The like, pump
0: calls, it was, these trips are so because the, the, the group message is always like, where's everybody now? It's like, it's just bar names. Like you said, it's like, Oh, we're at yeah. such and such. We're at this random barbecue place. Like, and the fun is it's like, whenever you sort of get your day going, you know, you can join the beer train wh- at wherever they happen to be at, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. we're here, we're there. And then you just jump on and jump. Off whenever you want. It's they're they're the they're, they're the best kind of trips.
2: I, I just I love them so much. <laughs> Shane, did you feel jealous of not being there?
1: Yeah, especially when you're in the group chat still and you're not on the trip. <laughs> There's something so weird about mm. that because I was mm. getting all. Of your messages, obviously. And any time, it was like, "Oh, we're gonna meet here." I, for a half second, I get tricked that I have to go and meet you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, in, you know, not hell, but it's, it's uh, <laughs> Disney's great for children. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I would definitely it. And I, is there any left, like, to go it's, on? Because I'm like, if
2: I ever get I married, I I, no, if I ever get married, come on, what okay. about me? Yeah, yeah right, right. I think Shane doesn't think that's a possibility. <laughs> this is the last no, one. You're
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we got. What do we got on deck? We basically
2: got. If Psycho gets no, by married, by the time I get married, you guys are gonna be so fucking old because oh, I'm the youngest in the know. group too. It's gonna be. This is gonna be a bunch of fucking fifty year olds. Just like we're going. Yeah, fucking... there'll be like retirement
1: parties, and you're
2: like retired at fifty. Max is getting married. Too. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh man. Yeah.
0: Good times though.
2: Yeah, it was it was fucking awesome. Um all right, let's wrap this up with uh Don Lemon got fired. And so did Tucker Carlson. They both got fired this morning, and Don Lemon put out a statement. We're gonna keep it very focused on this conversation because Don Lemon's statement reads, I was informed this morning by my agent that I've been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work that I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues and many teams I've worked with for an incredible run. They're the most talented journalists in the business. I wish them all the best. He wrote this on some like weird like notepad like it wasn't like an official looking statement it's literally just like a white page with like weird blue text on it (laughs) cnn communications snaps back they clap back i should say don Lemon's statement it's this is from at cnn pr on twitter don lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate he was offered an opportunity to meet with management but instead released a statement on twitter (laughs) that's what all they said wow wow so, uh, thoughts, feelings, what do you think of his, uh, would you have come out swinging so hard hours after it happened? That seems kind of stupid.
1: No, I would never do that. I would never post anything on Twitter.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Period. <laughs> Not under the situation. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I mean,
0: I don't know. It's like, like, what's, what's his, was his goal to get ahead of it? Like, I guess the question is like, is this, is this a move on his part or was he just emotional? You know it what I mean? Sounds like he's just like, emotional. That's what it seems like. So like uh-huh. it seems like an undisciplined move, but on some level, I kind of respect that too because it's like you can't help. Like he's obviously probably hurt. He's embarrassed. Whatever, as anyone would be if you lost your
1: job. But um, seventeen years—that's a good run in TV. You probably get a good little golden parachute severance package. Yeah, I don't think he has to work oh, on Monday. You don't have to go to work on Monday.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the thing that probably, you know, excites Don Lemon is being a guy. Like, he's famous. He's guys.
1: He? Would I know him to see him? Yeah, you do.
0: Know. Well, in news circles, he's probably one of the, like, 10 most famous news anchors in America. And so, you know, th- with that comes a certain amount of notoriety and access and all of this stuff. Don, it's Don like, like, you Lemon? Know, <laughs> yeah. Don it. See, so, you know, the whole like don't leave the stage. Someone took his stage. He would talk to he sat and looked down at the barrel of a camera and talked to America every night on in primetime on CNN That's a big deal. Oh, and, this
1: guy? Yeah. He
0: also got he's also infamous for getting very fucking drunk at the New Year's Eve uh, uh yeah, celebration yeah. and that they, they no longer are allowed to have drinks anymore. This guy thought Famously. he was too
2: cool. <laughs> mm. That's the that's the next tweet from CNN PR. This guy thought he was too cool. <laughs> I just thought, thought he was too great. Cool. That was the
1: problem with him. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> too cool. Thought he was too cool. Had to go. Uh, what do you think, Max? Do you think he was like? Do you think it was the right move? Would you do that if you got let go? Just get on and
2: let it. Rip? I don't know. I think if your brand is like distinguished news guy with a like uh, with a suit and he, and he had a little personality too. Don't get me wrong. It just looks it looks bad. You know when you just come out on a, on the le- on the notepad app. You know whenever anything's like just put it on a notepad app. It always just seems like a little sloppy. It's like give it a beat. I just think anytime you're upset, you just got to give it a beat.
1: But so these news up. guys, they like getting new news out there all the time, you know. So. He did break
0: his own story. That's that is true. He did break his own story. Well, do you know what
1: well, the Ultimate revenge. He throws on a bow tie and goes boom goes over to Fox. Takes
2: <laughs> <he laughs> Tucker's <to play> <laughs> job. Maybe they swap. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very cool. Well, let's let's wrap it up. You got more, more kid shit to do, right?
1: Uh, not really. I think they're in the pool. Can <laughs> no. I Tucker Carlson, you're not feeling bad about him leaving, or no? You're, you're not on. a Fox guy.
2: it's on all day in the house uh is
1: he he releasing anything
2: what what i don't like about the tucker carlson thing is that it's i think it's going to ignite all the crazies on the right who are going to be like now the like the pc police have canceled Tucker Carlson, we can't even trust Fox News anymore. And then they're going to get mad at Fox News. And then Fox News is going to be confused because it's like, have we lost our viewership? Do we have to go even further to the right? Or I don't know. It's just going to be, I don't know. It's all annoying when it comes to that conversation. It's weird that was, like
1: both CNN and Fox both released a guy. The same it's So yeah.
2: Three team trade. <laughs> all right,
0: guys. Well, Shane, I'll see you when you get back. Are you in the office this week or I don't see you till next week?
1: I'll see you May 1st, uh, Monday.
0: Heck yeah. All right, Maxie, I'll see you again sometime soon, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. we just spent four days together. Uh, Never know. All right, well, thanks so much. Thank you to Nathan Nash. Thank you to Ash for everything she does. Uh, guys, it's been a great hang. Maybe the best.